It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked Locked On. Locked Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not much. I'm excited about uh, Eagles week. I'm just kidding. I'm not excited about Eagles week. It's <laughs> going to be uh, potentially ugly for Cowboys fans. But at the same time, it's it's not like the Eagles are really in a much better situation. So it's really just going to be a slugfest between two pretty ugly teams right now. Yeah, we're going to do our best to preview this Cowboy-Eagle game to the, the to the best of our abilities. I know <laughs> the excitement level around the Cowboys right now is really low. Uh, but we're going to try to get through this. And, uh, Landon, let's start with maybe the most exciting part of this Cowboys team, their offense. I know they've only scored 13 points over the last two weeks, uh, but we've got a new starting quarterback, a seventh-round pick named Ben DiNucci from James Madison. We saw him a little bit last week against the Washington football team. Uh, what are you expecting from Ben DiNucci in his first start in the NFL? Well, you know, I'm expecting to see a, a lot of him of running for his life. You know, I think that's basically what most Dallas quarterbacks are going to be doing with this offensive line, to say the least. You know, I expect it to be exciting. I mean, you know, at the very least, uh, you know, you could say what you want about Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is probably more traditional, uh, you know, in the quarter, in the pocket throwing quarterback. Uh, just you know, stay on schedule. Give him an opportunity to throw the ball to, to playmakers, and he can do that. And he can he can uh, produce. Uh, I think Danucci, you know, has some, you know, I've, I, I'm certainly not the first person to say this, but has some Romo to him in, in the sense that sure. if if things happen, they break down the pocket. He has the ability to kind of make things happen with his legs and and move around and slide in the pocket and to deliver a throw. He has uh, really nice arm strength. I think we saw that. I mean. He, <laughs> As terrible as the performance was last week, he had half the passing yards uh, of all Dallas quarterbacks with his one 39-yard throw. So, yeah. um, I, you know, I think that, or it may have been 32 yards, but it was a beautiful turkey hole shot that he did against cover two. Um, you know, they, they came out last week and ran a lot of concepts that you saw him running at James Madison, you know, stick and... Uh, uh, and some and some mesh concept stuff, stuff that you know he was familiar with. So I would expect a lot more of that. Uh, I would expect a guy who may be uh, a little bit more adept at kind of getting away from pressure if it if it starts to get at him. I also would expect that you know there's going to be mistakes. He's a rookie quarterback coming from James Madison. It didn't seem too big for him last week, uh, despite the fact that he was you know outgunned, considering the the talent level that that is still mm-hmm. in that offense. Uh, but we're going to see really this week will be the real true test because you can't you can't hide Ben DiNucci uh, the way you kind of did at the end of that game 
you know, with a full week of preparation, Philadelphia is going to be ready for him. Yeah, I liked how you said if the offensive line breaks down and the protection breaks down in front of them. Um, It's going to break down. I mean, I I don't know if you guys have seen the Cowboys' offensive line the last couple weeks. Not been great. Now, they did get some good news this week. Zach Martin was back in practice on Wednesday and on Thursday. Uh, He has has cleared concussion protocol first and foremost, Landon. How big of a deal is it to get Zach Martin back on the field this week? Oh, it's huge. I mean, just in the sense that you finally get – some veteran presence on the offensive line, a, a, an all-pro who's who's done it and seen it all, and 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 really, I mean, just beyond all the kind of captain gung ho and, and and rallying around your your leader type stuff, you get an all-pro guard to go against Fletcher Cox. Right. You know, I mean, and that's and that just and all those guys inside, you know, just one solid matchup is is more than you could have expected if Zach Martin wasn't playing. I think just one guy that you don't have to worry about uh, on that front. You know, and I think that if you you, you look at what Tyler Biotish and, and Connor Williams have done these last They've been few fine games, at the very they've least, been fine. right? They've been fine. And, and, and I think and I think what you you can work with that. You know, if you have a pocket that you can step into the tackles can get help from the outside at tight end. They they can push guys out and, and, and let them get wide. And, and if as long as uh, uh, you know Danucci feels comfortable stepping into the pocket, and, and that's a big if. You know there were some times yeah, last it, week we didn't see that last week. We did not we see did him not, step up no. in the pocket. He needs so, to do that. He definitely needs to. He definitely needs to. And it's not like he can. He just he just didn't last week. So he definitely needs to do more of that this week to try to survive and to try to get any throws down the field, uh, because that's that you know at the very least, it's going to buy him maybe a second or two more seconds uh, or just simply a, an opportunity to put a, a foot down uh, while he's trying to to th- lean into and throw into a pass. Yeah, I'm going to be really interested to see how this offensive line plays this week. Uh, Philadelphia's front four is. Easily the best part of their team. I don't think that's even a question, right? I mean, no. with Brandon Graham and Derek Barnett and Fletcher Cox, easily the best part of their team. If they can find a way to protect the front four, and that's a big ask. <laughs> Landon, the, the rest of this Philadelphia defense is not very good. Nate, <laughs> no. Gary, their, their, Nate Gary, their linebacker, is atrocious. Uh, they went out and got Darius Slay this offseason, and I think they were really hoping Darius Slay would become – like a lockdown, shutdown cornerback, and he has not been that at all. Uh, they've been playing Jalen Mills at cornerback. Avante uh, Maddox has been out there. Uh, Nikel Roby Coleman is a slot corner who is five foot eight and slow. Uh, the Cowboys <laughs> should, I mean, theoretically, the Cowboys should have an advantage here if they can protect Philly's pass rush. Correct? Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I think that if you know if you use some max protect in there, you should be able to get some snaps of decent pass protection. I mean, uh, you know, I, I think that it's it, it's not. I mean, just look and kind of going back to what we said with Zach Martin, just having one more competent guy in there now provides you at least a you know one of two segments of the offensive line being positive the front side of the pocket now you still have to worry about the outsides you still have to worry about what's happening at tackle you still have to worry about can a tight end get uh get uh in front of a, a Derek Barnett or a, a Brandon Graham you have to worry about whether Zeke is gonna be able to chip these guys on the outside that's that's where your pass rush worries are but if you can handle those two guys and if you can find a way to keep the front of the pocket clean 
there is, uh, you know, almost as bad of a mismatch for the Cowboys on the defensive line for their own offensive line. The Cowboys Mm -hmm. have a positive mismatch with these wide receivers versus this defensive secondary. I mean, playing Jalen Mills at cornerback is really all you need to know about where this team, the defensive, the Philadelphia defense is in the, in the secondary. It's, it's, it's really, it's really ugly at this point. Yeah, and again, I don't even think that's the worst player in their defense. Nate no, Gary, their, no. their Nate linebacker. Nate Gary's really bad, it, yeah. Right, and I think that's a spot the Cowboys could attack, even if it's just Ben DiNucci getting the ball out to Dalton Schultz as quick as possible. Yeah. I think they have a chance. Uh, I, I want to talk about their defense, the Cowboys' defense, in just a second. But uh, just a general question here, Landon. Are you even rooting for the Cowboys to win this game? What are your feelings going into this Sunday night game? Because, I listen, I know a lot of people out there believe this Cowboys team is not going anywhere, that they might only win one or two more games all season long. And the best long-term thing here is for the Cowboys to maybe tank a season, win three, four total games, get a top five, six pick, and then retool for next year. But with the division still on the line and the Cowboys having a chance to lead the NFC East after week eight, what are your feelings about this game? I, I mean, I, I kind of feel like you need to ask me next week because, like, it's, <laughs> it's once we once we know this week, well, we'll have a better idea, right? Well, well I mean, it, and it's not even just about standing; it's 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 the Eagles. I mean, I want to beat the Eagles. Like, I like even in tank years, I, I it, even if it cost us the number one pick, I want to beat the it. Eagles. It's worth yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I you mean, know, how much I, fun would it be? How much fun would it be to tell Eagle fans all year that you lost the Ben DiNucci on Sunday well, Night Football? Hey, I mean, I, all all I know is that when I was younger, that that uh, I definitely remember my dad, you know, talking a lot of trash to to, to Redskins fans or Washington fans, whoever, whoever you want to refer to them in, uh, about the fact that that their one win and I think it was the '89 season was against against that really good Redskins Redskins team. So, you know. I, you take you take you take the the gloats where you can get them. I think, especially when your team is bad. I, you know, look, I, I I think the way that you know we've talked about this in kind of several different forms, and, and I think the way to look at it is is this: um, there's a lot of young talent on this team still. Say what you will about what's going to happen this season, which it's still it's not written in stone. I think it's kind of up in the air. I think we can kind of see where things are going. I think we can mm-hmm. tell what the level of talent is without Dak Prescott, without some of these guys long term. There's not there's not a ton that this team you think can do uh, in the playoffs even if they were ma- managed to get in there but uh, I think actively rooting against the team winning is probably not the best thing to do as a fan I think what you can do while still trying to you know maybe not encourage winning is is root for, for younger players to get in there and play and then, and, and then watch those younger players and try to make a determination on what your what what the Cowboys probably think about that guy and then and then let that kind of inform you know our off-season speculation that about draft and about you know off-season signings. I, I think there's lots of ways to digest this season as a as a Cowboys fan um, that are and that still are still learn something from it. Yeah, yeah still that are not something from it. that are not going to make you physically ill. You know, I mean, that, I think that's the goal here is that it's just to watch Cowboys games without being physically ill. And I think if you divorce yourself from the idea. That the Cowboys are, you know, in contention this year for a Super Bowl championship. If you just view this as kind of an evaluation period for some of your younger younger players in your team, uh, I think it makes watching a lot of what's about to happen, uh, you know, a lot easier to do because there's the realization that you know what, this isn't our year, but maybe we still have some talent here that we can salvage for next year and really kind of reload and come back. Because because look, 
you're going to get a lot of talent coming back next year. Mm-hmm. You're going to be right back in the contention if Dak, come, Dak and everybody comes back. You're going to be right back in that list of Super Bowl uh, contenders. So uh, you, it, it is important that these guys, these down roster players, get the, these snaps now because that may become really invaluable uh, experience when the Cowboys need it uh, potentially next year if they're going to make a playoff run. Yeah, I think you know one way that this game is more exciting than it w- would have been a week ago is like having Ben DiNucci start. Yeah. Like I know, I know he's not going to be as good as Andy Dalton would have been in this game. I know that, and it's there's a great chance. I'd say there's a ninety nine percent chance that he just looks really bad in this game. Yeah, but there's that sliver of hey, he's a relative unknown. Maybe he comes in and surprises us all on Sunday Night Football. Maybe he plays really well. Maybe he makes three or four really nice throws that give us hope that he could develop into, you know, a long-term backup in the NFL. I think looking at little things like that will help you enjoy this game and the rest of the season, uh, you know, for, for Cowboy fans. Just wanted to take a quick break to tell you guys about Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day. No matter how you watch this season, Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. I also wanted to tell you about our old friends at Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein part out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors uh, with low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they, are, they taste fantastic, and they are releasing six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN, and you'll get 20% off your first box. Again, that's BuiltBar.com. Let's go ahead and move to the other side of the ball. I want to talk about the Cowboys' defense against uh, this Philadelphia offense. Um, Let's start up front because Philadelphia's offensive line has been incredibly banged up all season long. Now they are getting Jason Peters back. Uh, the Cowboys are also getting Randy Gregory back, so that's I'm not sure that's a that's a win for Philadelphia there, uh, given Randy Gregory's history. But Lane Johnson, it looks like he's probably not going to play in this game after uh, hurting his MCL last week. Uh, they've had a lot of injuries as well. How do you envision the Cowboys' defensive line matching up with Philadelphia's offensive line in this one? It depends on what, which Cowboys defensive line shows up. I mean, you know, I think you know in some in some games they've been really good at the line of scrimmage and they've been able to take advantage of younger players like what Philadelphia is going to put out there, uh, and guys like Alden Smith and Demarcus Lawrence uh, have been able to get pressure and 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 cause disruption. Um, you know, without Everson Griffin on the team anymore. Uh, I think you're going to see an uptick in the snaps of obviously Randy Gregory, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. and Randy Gregory versus Jason Peters has not been a good thing for Philadelphia Eagles fans in the past. Especially Jason Peters coming off an injury. Especially. Like, this is his first game in a long time. He's, that can be rough, and I'm excited for it. I can't wait. Yeah, uh, and so I, I think, you know, and then also on top of that, you're going to see an uptick of Brand, uh, Bradley and I as well, I would I would hope, mm-hmm. uh, just because you've seen – him get in some snaps, and when he's out in there, he's he looks good. He he looks like he belongs. So, uh, all of these guys are going to be coming after uh, what is a very kind of inexperienced and or beat up offensive line. So, if they are able to find a way to uh, kind of work back into form as they have been in previous weeks, maybe not last week specifically, but other weeks, uh, then I think that they can make hay against this this offensive line. But at the same time. 
they've played just like everybody on this team. They've played so inconsistently. It's really mm-hmm. hard to judge their level of performance week to week. Yeah, I'm interested to see how those defensive ends because that's maybe arguably the Cowboys' best spot on the entire defense, right? With Demarcus yeah. Lawrence, Alden Smith, Randy Gregory, and then you mentioned Dorrance Armstrong and Bradley and I. They should win that matchup on the edge. So if those guys can have some success, and we've seen Carson Wentz uh, over the first you know six, seven, eight games of the season, we've seen him really struggle with the pressure. If the Cowboys can pressure him into throwing a couple, couple YOLO balls or a couple 50-50 balls in this one, maybe they'll give themselves a chance uh, to create some turnovers. Landon, I'm also looking at the linebackers in this game because – I didn't think Jalen Smith or Leighton Vander Esch played particularly well last week. Um, we can talk about Jalen. I, I don't think he's played well at all this season outside of the one game against the New York Giants. But I was actually more disappointed in Leighton Vander Esch. Missed multiple tackles in the open field. Just, I mean, he still doesn't look quite right. I'm looking for him to bounce back in this game. How do you think they match up against Philadelphia's skill positions? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there's been a lot of talk about how Jalen's played, but I tend to agree that I thought, especially last week, that Leighton Vander Esch was every bit as much of a problem as mm-hmm. Jalen was. Um, and, and I think it's what you talked about, missing tackles, you know, not finishing plays. And frankly, it's it's not just it's not just Leighton that's had that issue. It's It's been several people on this defense that you feel like have been close but not finishing. And and, and if, if these guys need to start finishing. If, if, if they want to start winning football games, especially with the offense that they have on hand, they need to find a way to start winning football games uh, by making the play when it arrives, when they arrive to it, and not just getting 90% of there. You know, and, and that, that, that includes everyone from Xavier Woods coming in to fill a, a hole in, in the defense and then not making the tackle to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 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 Trayvon Diggs getting his hand on the football but not making the interception or being just one half step away from making the interception. It's, it's, it's that kind of thing that, like, really, you know, th- that needs to finally turn the corner and make its way into the play being made as opposed to, oh, you know, they're so close that maybe next time. Yeah, I'm interested also to see how the defensive backs match up because this is a really banged up Philadelphia wide receiver core. Uh, No Deshaun Jackson, no Alshon Jeffrey. Jalen Rager is coming back, their first-round pick out of TCU. Uh, So maybe we'll see him more in this game. Travis Fulgham has been playing more on the outside. Uh, The Cowboys are also expected to get back Chidabe Wuzier how big of an impact does it have? Does it mean for this Cowboys defense getting him back into the lineup? I think it's a big thing. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I, I know that there's been a lot of people that have been uh, concerned about his play at different times, and, and I mean, if you want to talk about somebody that has been arriving at plays but not making the play at the point of at the, when the ball arrives, I mean, Chido Bay has been unfortunately the kind of the the poster boy he's been, for that sort of he's thing. been the poster child of that yeah absolutely yeah so, so um i i do think it's a huge Im- impact in having him back and, and i think you know just for the same reason that maybe zach martin too and, and he's certainly not on zach martin's level but i think just having another veteran presence in a situation where you're really struggling to do anything right uh, just having one more competent player out there uh can make all the difference in the world uh, you know when you're playing bad, and and I think mm-hmm. in the secondary, there is a um, 
you know a, a domino effect in a positive way of of adding the top you know the, your top guy back in there and then kind of just allowing the other guys to play a more natural amount of snaps. You know, I think that the Cowboys, you know, this week versus the Eagles receivers, it, it's going to be a a little bit more of a balanced matchup. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, like you like you mentioned, they're going to get they're going to get uh, uh, their 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 young talent back and. I totally forgot the TCU Jaylen kid's Rager. name. Jalen Rager. Rager. Thank you. Just said it too. Uh, they're gonna, you know, Rager's gonna come back, and, and and you know, he's been kind of on and off the field and dealing with injuries himself. They've been rolling out a, a, a you know, a laundry list of undrafted free agent types, mm-hmm. and and they've had some success with guys like Greg Ward, who's you know, the former quarterback. Uh, you know, uh, Fol- Fulgham's really played well. I mean, I think just looking at his numbers, he's really put up some good numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it hasn't been you know really consistent, and they, and it hasn't been uh, there hasn't been uh, anyone to kind of take over the job uh, as as like a full time number one at, since uh, predictably, I have to say, Alshon Jeffrey uh, uh, gets, gets injured, and Deshaun Jackson you know spent most of the time injured as well. So. Uh, it, it's it's been kind of a struggle with them, and then on top of that, you know Carson Wentz hasn't been playing very well. I mean, you know Carson Wentz is really his play has really kind of fallen off a cliff to a large degree. Mm-hmm. He's really been inconsistent. He's made some plays there here and there, and, and he certainly uh, has shown some things to kind of quiet some doubters. But but I, I would say overall his play has been extremely inconsistent. He's not exactly someone who's going to be able to. Uh, take this group of players and, and and raise them to super high heights. I, I, they're going to rely heavily, especially without uh, uh, without Ertz in the game. They're going to rely heavily on on good play calling by Peterson uh, and and hoping that execution gets them where they need to go. Because uh, I don't think that they necessarily have the the dogs to keep up in a shootout. Uh, in most games, maybe they do this oh, yeah. week because the Cowboys are playing with a, with a rookie quarterback. But I, I think they're going to try to you know find a way. They're going to look at this Dallas defense and try to find a way to stay balanced because they don't want to add all that variance to the to their offense with with throwing the football. Because you know, like I said, not very experienced wide receivers mixed with a quarterback who has been let's say let's say it nicely, extremely high variance. Uh, that that's that's a good way to I- inject doubt into the game for you when you are playing a you know cow- a Cowboys team that should frankly be overmatched by your Eagles. Yeah, I was gonna say bad. Uh, Carson Wentz has played bad this year. He's yeah, had a couple. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Couple, <laughs> he's had a couple nice throws, and there's been times where he's looked competent, uh, but he's been bad. So uh, I've got a question for you, Landon, before we go to our game predictions. Is this the week the Cowboys record a turnover? I mean, listen, it's Carson Wentz. He's been giving them away all season long. Do the Cowboys get a takeaway in this contest? Well, I mean, if they don't, then you really have to start beating up the nerds and start asking them about where, where's my regression, nerd? Uh, yeah. <laughs> where's my turnover regression? I was promised turnover regression. Yeah, I'm um, at, uh, at uh, uh, Marcus underscore Mosher. You can tweet me as soon as that happens. <laughs> yeah, or uh, yeah, we got a couple. We got a laundry list of guys that you, yeah, yeah. Cowboys Baldwin, you can go after if you need to. Yeah, yeah, Ben Baldwin at Cowboy Stats. They're all. They're all. <laughs> we'll go after all of them if we don't get a turnover this week. You know, look honestly, yes. I mean, they should. I mean, like I said, Carson Wentz has been a guy that has coughed up the football at times, whether it's fumbling or throwing the football. Just 
just throwing a football to a linebacker. Uh, it's it's been it's been rough. He's made great mm-hmm. plays. He's made terrible plays. He, he honestly deserves a spot on the Cowboys defense, frankly, with the way he's played. So, uh, yeah, I I think that it's possible that the Cowboys get a, get get their hands on a football this week. I, I mean, I, I I think that like we've said, there are so many players that have been very close to making a play and and it just hasn't happened for them. You know, maybe Carson Wentz is exactly what they needed to get them over the hump. Yeah, I'm calling a Leighton Van Rush interception. He had one That's before good. against Carson Wentz on Sunday Night Football. Hey, crossing my fingers that we get a Leighton Van Rush interception. That would be so much fun. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you. Your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic ball cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm personal price plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. I like all right, all right, Lennon, let's get to our predictions. Our favorite part of the week. Uh, who do you have winning this game and why? Uh, I mean, I, I know what that I side means. <laughs> I can't pick Philly. I'm not picking. I'm not picking Philly. So uh, I'm, I'm picking Dallas to win. Uh, by one point, uh, you know, Ventaducci scores on a 20-yard sprint after after getting pressure uh, and entering the end zone and, and, and scores a game winner on a, on a scramble because he's running for his life. Yeah, I, here's, my, here's my bold prediction. Cowboys win, and Ventaducci has over 100 yards rushing. So once that happens, are we getting the – Hey, is Ben DiNucci replacing Dak Prescott into the starting lineup? Like, how how long before he uh, he he does the same thing to what he did to Tony Romo? Uh, right? I mean, I mean, the DiNucci train will be hard to stop. Listen, if he if, if he like, has a Eagles. touchdown, yeah, I mean, if, if he has a touchdown drive, it's gonna it's gonna happen on Twitter. You oh, know it is. Oh, yeah. so. oh, at least at least at least for you know for a couple hours, and then as soon as he does something wrong. Everybody will, will surely turn on him as well. well. We'll start saying he's our next Clint Sterner or whatever bad backup <laughs> quarterback that we remember from the uh, early 2000s. So I, I apologize, Clint Sterner, if you're listening do to that. this. You, you're not that bad. You um, should apologize to me for bringing that that memory up, frankly. <laughs> Don't fall asleep. Oh, uh, man. Um, I'm going with the Eagles. I Listen, if Dallas can hold them under 25, 26 points, I think that'd be a win. Uh, I think they're going to get closer to 30. So I'll say 30 to 10 in a non-competitive game in which almost everybody goes to bed by halftime, except for us who have to stay up and watch this entire slot fest. So Mm. that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. Uh, You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.